Tisha Lewis here. We are doing the Good Word podcast via telephone, practicing social distancing, and joining us on the line is Sugar Chef. Hi. Hi, how are you? You know what, I I think like everyone, we are all hanging in there and we want to focus on some good news. So Sugar Chef, please bring us some good news. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and how you're going to help us make it through this time period. (laughs) Well, I'm a native Washingtonian, which is something that a lot of, we don't have a lot of in this area these days. So I'm a native Washingtonian. I grew up in the northeast corridor of the city, Um, the youngest of seven. Uh, grew up in a single-parent household, um, decided, you know, I'm a hometown boy, so I decided to go to culinary school, many, many moons ago. My very first job, um, I was a dish, started off as a dishwasher in a restaurant, and then, you know, I always baked and helped my mom uh, bake things at home. My, my mom was famous for her, like, potato pies and dinner rolls and things like that. So I just would help her be her little sous chef in the kitchen. And then, you know, it just kind of progressed and kind of grew yeah, My first restaurant job in downtown D.C. Then I did that for a while. Then I started helping out baking. And then I decided that I wanted to pursue a full-time. And I enrolled in culinary school and have been baking ever since. And here you are chatting with us on the Good Word Podcast. You are a master chef. Your specialty, though, is my weakness, desserts and sweets and all that goodness. A lot of people are home right now as everyone practices social distancing, and a lot of people are home with their children, and they are cooking now more than ever before. What would be your advice in terms of meal prep for people home with children? You know, um, one good thing that came out of this um, pandemic is the fact that we are spending more quality time with our family and our loved ones. And I think the best thing that we can do is just take advantage of the quality time that we have with our loved ones and also get in the kitchen and bake together. It's very therapeutic, it's fun, and everything that you bake or you go in the kitchen doesn't have to necessarily be, um, you know, heavy or, or sugary or anything like that. It's a lot of different things that um, that we can do in the kitchen. It can be vegan friendly, it can be dairy free, it can be gluten free, all types of different things. So I think we need to best uh, just take advantage of those things and those resources that we have. So A lot one of the ways that we can do that. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, Sugar Chef. Go ahead, we're listening. Yeah, so one of the um, things, one of the ways that we can do that is as opposed to the kids not being able to, to get, you know, get outside or socialize with their friends, you can kind of help them Right. Absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned a good point. A lot of people are spending a lot of, you know, time at home and it's good to look at it as quality time. Um, People are also very active on social media right now. And a lot of times people are posting meal prep pictures on social media. Do you recommend cooking everything all at once for the week? That just feels so overwhelming to me. I don't think I've ever, ever been able to do that. You know, that's interesting that you say that because back in the day, um, you know, my mom, you know, we had a big family on the end of the seven, so my mother would cook on Sunday for generally three or four days. And I just told me personally, just being a, a busy a professional, I just felt like after the third day, I can't have the same thing over and over again. So I think planning your meals out is a great thing. It may not always be the, um, the ideal thing for a person who's on the go, but I think something ahead is a, is a great thing. It absolutely is. And I think the best way that you can do that is we have a something, I think 
maybe during the week you have like a free moment. You can sit down and just like write out your meals, what you want to do for the next few days. And you can also switch it up. You don't have to have the same meal like, you know, for seven days straight. I don't know if we can really do that, honestly. But I think the best way is maybe you change your meal like every two days or every three days because that gives you something, um, something more to look forward to. You mentioned a really good point about writing it down, and I was actually thinking about that. So you suggest that parents, especially parents who are home with children, write down the meals that they're going to prepare daily. That way you kind of have a blueprint and a map to go to. Absolutely. And if you have, like, computer-savvy kids, which is a lot of, um, <laughs> which a lot of these kids are um, very computer-savvy, you can include your kids on it. You can sit down with your daughter or your kid and your daughter or your son. You can say, okay, you know, for the first Monday and Tuesday, we're going to have steak. Then, uh, you know, Wednesday and Thursday, we're going to have um, meat. And then Friday and Saturday, you can do some sort of vegan dish. You know, Sunday, maybe you guys can have, like, a brunch. As opposed to having a heavy dinner, you can just have a brunch. And, you know, now is also you brought up brunch for Sunday. You know, as we all are practicing social distancing, now is also a really good time to support uh, small businesses and small business owners and people who have their independent companies, uh, such as yourself. Right. Yeah, it's the perfect time because you can always call up a person like me at SugarChef.com and saying with book, and maybe we can do some of your uh, things, your favorite desserts like during the week or your favorite dessert on that particular Sunday. But we also have a lot of the small businesses in the area that are doing like uh, delivery service or pull-up service like you can, you know, call into your favorite spot and then they'll bring the meal out to the car, you know, put up the mask and so. And uh, yeah, so, you know, the restaurant business is really hurting the time like this and, um, you know, the whole thing is usually crazy for a lot of small businesses. You have your staff, you have food and things like that pay for. So please, please, please uh, utilize the small businesses, especially when they have these, um, you know, delivery services or the pull-up services, because it really, you know, kind of saves you your time and your trouble of uh, having to plan out meals. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit of fun. You're home with the children right now. What are some fun, quick dishes that folks can do at home with children. I, I don't know why, for some reason, the first thing that came to my mind was Jello because that's always fun. But what, what are some quick desserts or quick snacks that parents can, can do with their children as kind of a win-win? It's a, an activity and it's also a snack or a meal. Okay, some of the things that you could do is, excuse me, Jello is definitely a, a super easy snack. It doesn't take a long time. You can use a pretty dish or you can use some sort of plastic tumbler that might be a little kid's tummy. But the key is, on top of, like, say, for instance, you want to do a jello, um, like a jello parfait. A parfait is usually a dessert that's layered. It could be two flavors or it could be three flavors. It depends on what your, your, uh, your, you know, your culinary abilities are. But if you wanted to do something like something that was cute and pretty for the, for the family, you could do, like, a jello. Like, say, for instance, you do, like, a strawberry jello. You can have some fresh fried strawberries at the bottom of that cup, and then you can maybe soak the glass, and then you can pour like a panna cotta on top. And the panna cotta is basically a milk-based jello, and it's simply milk, gelatin, sugar, and that's pretty much it. So jello is fun. What so, else do you recommend, Sugar Chef? Some of the other things that I like to do that are really kid-friendly, we can do, you can do 
fruity popsicle. If not, I have the insured that you can do it with frozen yogurt. You can do it with sugar-free. Uh, you can make some sort of sugar-free recipe with it. Uh, you can do frozen yogurt. Um, another healthy treat is granola. You know, you can take some oats, uh, some dried fruit. It can be something like, you know, craisins or dry raisins or apricots or anything, dry strawberries or even banana chips or apple slices. So granola is always a fun thing for the kids to have in the morning. Um, and also, um, if there's a snack when, when, you know, it's in the car or, you know, when you're watching TV, so granola is always a nice, healthy treat. And how about this? How about just the evening time when everyone's winding down? You can do, like, a decorating cookie station. You can know, if you, you don't, if you, you're not, you know, you're a little shaky on making a cookie recipe from scratch, you can always go to your local grocery store and you can do slice and bake cookies. It doesn't necessarily have to be in an elaborate shape. But you could do, um, you know, like brown cookies, and then you can do, like, different shades uh, and decorate that. Most of the icing is usually made, already made for you in the store. I've seen it in Giant. Um, so you can do something as easy as that. I... I absolutely love it. I, I, you know, just even hearing all these different ideas is making me hungry because I am someone who always has a sweet tooth. Um, you know, what's interesting also, and I'm sure you've seen the memes on social media where people say, you know, before the stay at home initiative and after the stay at home initiative and people talking about gaining a lot of weight during this time period. So I have to um, ask you, what are some healthy, healthy snacks? <laughs> well, again, some of the healthy snacks, if you wanted to kind of, um, you know, shy away from sugar-laden desserts or something like that, you can also do things that are like vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. Most of the recipes are simple, most simple and easy, and the ingredients are accessible to everyone because... Even, you know, you don't have to necessarily go to, like, a Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. Even the most simplest of grocery stores, they usually have uh, a sugar alternative, um, a flour alternative. If you are have, you have some sort of allergies to different, you know, gluten or different flours or whatever. And, uh, you know, the, the, the ingredients are out there. So I would do, um, you know, gluten-free cookies are always super simple and super easy. Most times, it's usually three ingredients. Um, it can be something as simple as like a almond flour. Um, it could be um, usually earth balance or, um, and usually substitute something like, uh, what's the sugar scripture? You can do like a splenda. You can do agave. You know, yeah, agave. Agave is another good one. I have this really good, it's called a uh, cheesecake coupe mm. that, you, that I usually make with like a, you know, a low calorie uh, cream cheese agave, uh, like a low-fat sour cream. So you can do a lot of desserts that are created with fruit and just throw them a low-fat, low-calorie way. That sounds amazing and incredible. So, Sugar Chef, as you know, the Good Word podcast is a faith-based podcast, and we don't shy away from that. We have something for everyone. We love to meet everyone where they are, and we have tons of inspiration and encouragement. And I just have to ask you, during this time of uncertainty for so many people, what would be the good word? Um, the good word for me is to have faith. You know, we're at a point in, you know, in time that we really are uncertain about a lot of different things. We're uncertain about 
you know, where our next paycheck is going to come. We're uncertain about what's going to happen in terms of, you know, the, the pandemic of this corona virus. And um, I just think half faith. I mean, this is a time where my mother always said a thing, and she was full of, I call them pearls of wisdom. And she would always say, if you're going to, if you're going to pray, then you have to have faith. If you're going to worry, then don't pray. If you're going to pray, then don't worry. It's as simple as that. Amen. Amen. And you know, I'm I'm all in. You know, if you're gonna worry, don't pray. If you're gonna pray, don't worry. Very, very good, good words. Sugar Chef, where can folks find you if they have some questions about meal prep or recipes or desserts? Where can they find you? Um, I'm um, it's www.sugarchefchef.com. Um, on Instagram is at Sugar Chef, Twitter at Sugar Chef. Um, Facebook, That's wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us in the podcast. You know, I, I would love to be doing this in person, but we too are practicing social distancing. And so, you know, until further notice, most of our podcasts, uh, all of our podcast guests will be either via phone or via FaceTime or via Skype. But we are so, so appreciative and grateful and thankful and blessed that you were able to spend some time chatting with us. And hopefully this is this is a burst of good news in a time of uncertainty for so many people who are listening on iTunes and Audioboom and Google Play. And be sure, guys, to subscribe on our Facebook page. We have a robust and growing Facebook page. So um, be sure to log on and subscribe. Just go to Facebook.com and search The Good Word. Thank you so much, Patricia, for having me. And thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of The Good Word. Absolutely. Thanks so much.